So what we have to ask though, if we don't do that, if we don't begin repairing our systems as fast as possible, if we don't reduce the cytokine storm that's creating damage to our DNA, causing damage and death of tissue in our body, if we don't do something about that, what will it lead to in the future? You are listening to the ultimate biohack for women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within, reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. Hey ladies, welcome to the Ultimate Biohack for Women. This is Dr. Brandy Victory here with you and I am so grateful to be able to have this conversation. I really want to um, just take a few minutes here to get real. Like, can we just get real? You know, there's um, there's a lot going on in our world today, as we all know, and uh, there's something very powerful that you can do for yourself, like right now, that can make a huge difference in how your immunity works in the face of something like a virus, how your uh, gut brain axis works, how your mindset is like, there's this one very powerful thing that you can do. And we're going to, we're going to talk about that today that can make a huge difference in your life. And, and I feel very comfortable having this conversation because I know that a lot of, of, of you that are listening already put into play really healthy lifestyle, you know, things that you do for yourself. And there's also still some real evidence that it's not quite getting people to where they want to go. So I want to just give you like this really easy thing to do today. So first, let's start with um, everything is connected, right? Everything is connected. I talk about this a lot. And, you know, if we look at this from the perspective of your physical body, in your, everything in your body is connected. Your gut is connected to your brain, right? We just talked about the gut-brain axis. Um, we have a field of study called neuroendocrinology, which is how your nervous system and your endocrine system, which is your hormonal system, work together. You know, um, there's uh, psychoneuroimmunology, endocrinology, which is <laughs> how your brain and your nervous system and your immune system and your hormonal system <laughs> is working together, right? There's all these different um, studies of the interconnectedness of things. And when we look at that, and can we can start to like, pull ourselves back from the myoptic viewpoint of oh, I've got my stomach, I have nausea, so there's something wrong with my stomach. If you have nausea, maybe there is something wrong with your stomach. But maybe there's also some interconnectedness somewhere along the chain or in the system that is also maybe a part of this uh, nausea or or maybe even the root cause of the nausea may not even start in the stomach. So um, I'm sharing that with you because I think it's, first of all, it's very important to recognize that everything is interconnected, okay? So of course we have specialists that are, you know, cardiologists and endocrinologists and, you know, all those kinds of things and those are necessary and needed for, for many different reasons in our world. But there's also this opportunity to expand our mind 
and to just really open to the possibility and the understanding that in this interconnectedness, that anything that affects a part affects the whole. Anything that uh, traumatizes, uh, you know, let's say the liver is affected. Well, the liver is going to affect your gallbladder and the gallbladder is going to affect your digestion. And, you know, the story goes on and on. The knee bones connected to the elbow bone or whatever. I don't even know how that story goes, right? But you get the picture, right? It's so, so, so important because we can have this conversation and yet there's still a huge, huge population that can even have this conversation with me, but they still revert back to the old paradigm of what we've been taught through the ages, through our system, that we must part ourselves out. We must, you know, if we have, if we have high glucose and insulin in our blood and the doctor tells us we have diabetes, well, that must mean we need some insulin, but wait a minute. Type two diabetes is, (laughs) you can totally do something about that, like without insulin. Now I'm not saying you don't need insulin if you have type two diabetes, but I'm also saying that you can also help course correct your body through dietary changes alone. So, um, but what we do is we get myoptic. We're like, oh, I got diabetes. I need insulin. We don't think outside the box. We don't go, okay, well, why do I have high insulin? And let's address that so that or high glucose, and let's address that. So I don't have to take insulin. Like we just do what the doctor says, which if your doctor says do something, definitely do it. But also think outside the box because the box isn't quite getting us there. We have a really, really awesome crisis care system. I don't believe we have a really awesome healthcare system. And so many people are putting their healthcare in the hands of their crisis care doctors. And it's not it's not getting them to where they want to go. I have so many people reaching out to me that they've seen all these doctors and they've done all these things and taken all these meds and they still feel shitty. Like it's no, no surprise to me because I, I get it. Right. So I'm just, I'm just asking you to just take some time for yourself and just step back and look at the big picture and look how things are interconnected before you make a decision about your health based on one perspective. Okay. So from there, I just want to talk a little bit about how the body, when we have trauma in the body, how it repairs itself. Okay. It goes through this process of repair, but in that process of repair, we actually have immune cells that get mobilized from the the metabolic processes in the body. Okay. So essentially we have a trauma. Let's say you cut your finger or maybe you, you know, hit your knee or your foot on a, a table. I did that the other day and I had this huge bruise, right? Well, that bruising is trauma. The bruising is there because that's blood under the skin that has come out of the vascular system because I traumatized my knee, right? And if you cut your finger, then you've traumatic, traumatized your finger, right? And so what happens is the immune system actually causes a transitory increase in insulin resistance. So to through the metabolic system to, to help with this repair system, okay? And so what I'm saying to you is that the immune system, when it's activated, can lead to insulin resistance. And this helps repair tissues in the body, okay? But here's the kicker, all right? Most people I see, like most, have either uh, some, some metabolic syndrome, 
they have uh, diabetes, they have insulin resistance, they have um, decreased liver function. They have, a, they have all these little things that are going on and they've been going on for a very long time. And in that process, it creates its own, <laughs> its own low-grade chronic inflammation that's happening in the body, right? So, um, you know, if we're obese, and most people who have diabetes, insulin resistance, and metabolic syndrome are obese. And here's, here's what's really weird for some people to wrap their head around, is that you can, you can be skinny fat. You can be skinny fat. Um, you know, I have seen many people, I do bioimpedance analysis on people. And so I look at their fat to muscle ratio and their water. And if they're getting uh, the nutrition is moving into the cells and the ratios of all that. And, you know, it's not an uncommon thing to see somebody who looks healthy to get a bioimpedance test and to see that they have an enormous amount of fat in their body and a low amount of muscle. So, you know, you may see somebody who looks healthy, but it doesn't mean that they're healthy on the inside. And the weird thing is they don't really know. They don't really know that they're that way unless they get a test or um, they start feeling really bad, right? And that's when people obviously come in to see me. So, okay, so let's get back to the story here. Um, so the immune system, when it's activated, can lead to insulin resistance. The, the, the kicker is that most people are already in insulin resistance or some variation of it, okay, and, and obese. And then this can lead to a chronic low-grade inflammatory uh, system, all right? What's happening in the body is there's this chronic low-grade inflammation. Well, I mean, if you think about, like, when you have inflammation, if you had, like, a swollen knee, that's inflammation in the knee. It's painful, right? It's, it's painful. Uh, if we had cut ourselves and it's healing, but it's got that red ring around it, that's inflammation. But those are acute inflammation processes. Those are not chronic low-grade inflammation processes. And often chronic low-grade inflammation processes, we don't even realize it's happening under the surface, okay? But with this chronic low-grade inflammation process, we also increase the circulating pro-inflammatory cytokines. And a, a pro-inflammatory cytokines, we have different kinds of cytokines, but a pro-inflammatory cytokine is actually produced by your white blood cells, by uh, the macrophages. And the macrophages are essentially white blood cells that they like, if you have get a bacteria, they, they will go over to it and they will surround it and then they will kill it and then they will remove the dead cells and then it stimulates the action of the other immune cells. Okay. We've got lots of them, but these pro-inflammatory uh, <laughs> pro cytokines, <laughs> uh, they're involved in the upregulation of inflammatory reactions in your body. All right. So just think trauma, or obesity, or metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, all of that is leading to chronic low-grade inflammation, which is causing pro-inflammatory cytokines to continue, like kind of almost like a tornado, right? A vicious circle. It just continues this inflammatory process, right? So I'm just trying to like make this real basic so you can kind of, so it downloads for you because the, the, I'm going to get out of the science here in just a minute, but it, the, this is really important for you to, to really get and grasp and understand that there's this thing happening under the surface in your body that's causing damage. Okay. And there's, um, there's evidence that these pro-inflammatory cytokines specifically like TNF alpha, and there's a host of others, um, they, 
they are involved in pathological pain. And so we have to ask the question, like, how is that? What is that about? Like, why? Right. And what we know is that when we have chronic inflammation, the body starts damaging healthy cells. So in other words, we can get DNA damage. We can get uh, reduction in our tissue health. We can get internal scarring. Uh, and th these things are linked to heart disease, type 2 diabetes, asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, cancer, neuro neurological neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's. Like it's all related to chronic inflammation. And actually, if we look at the statistics, six out of 10 Americans have an underlying chronic illness, such as metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes, cancer, heart disease, asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, Alzheimer's, right? Six out of 10, that's 60%. That's 60% of everyone in our country that has an underlying chronic illness. And this leads to low-grade chronic systemic inflammation, all right? So uh, lots and lots of people, even people who think they're healthy, like I talk to people all the time when I do consults and I'm like, well, how's your diet? Oh, I eat pretty healthy. And then I find out they're eating, you know, crap. They're actually not eating because what people think is healthy isn't healthy. And this is where we need support. This is where we need help from other people to help us understand what it actually really means to eat a healthy diet. Like I, I didn't know I had to learn too. Right. I remember. Um, so if you've been listening to me for any time, you know that I'm a proponent for a gluten-free or low gluten diet, low sugar or no sugar diet. Uh, I don't eat gluten except on a very rare occasion. It might just be at a party or something. Um, I don't eat sugar. And even at a party, I won't eat sugar now. Like I've gotten to a point in my life where it's like, nope, I realize the consequences of that and I'm not doing it. So what I typically do is make my own dessert to bring, because desserts are my favorite, <laughs> but I'll bring, I'll make like a keto dessert and, and, and share it and serve it. And that way I can have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> and most of the time people don't even know uh, that it's healthy keto or anything like that. So, you know, I've, I've gotten really good at that, but most people haven't. Right. And most people don't know what it means to actually eat a healthy diet. And, um, what we know is that chronic conditions due to excess weight are so common that about only 12% of adult Americans are metabolically healthy. So basically something like 88% of people in the U S have chronic pro-inflammatory cytokine storms going on in their bodies. So essentially a low-grade, subtle, underlying metabolic issue, which is damaging and creating disease. All right. So that's most people, 88%. That's a lot of people who have a metabolic issue. And, and I'm sharing this with you because I don't, you know, I don't want to I don't want to scare you. I, do, I really want to offer you an opportunity to make a change in your life because you have the power to do that. All right. Cause here's the kicker. If, um, if you get COVID, there's an exaggerated cytokine response. I had COVID. 
I know exactly what that feels like. <laughs> and it wasn't fun at all. And the thing is, most uh, COVID patients, or at least a whole bunch of them, are getting neurological symptoms like brain fog, headaches, dizziness, muscle pain, altered brain function. I had all of that. And I was really worried that I wasn't going to get through it. It seemed like it just lasted forever. Where People are also getting blood clots, like extreme blood clots. Um, I'm still, like, personally, I'm going and getting my own testing from a doctor to make sure that my cardiovascular system is good, my lungs are good, my brain and neurology is good. Like I'm doing all that stuff post COVID just to confirm and see what's going on. Now, yeah, I will use the, I will use the crisis care system that we have in this uh, country to do those tests because they, they do it really, really well. Right. And my, um, the way I will treat myself may be a little bit different than what they're going to recommend because I'm going to treat the root cause and re-nourish my body back to a state of health and nourish the systems that need support rather than just taking a drug for something that, you know, a blood clot or something like that. It's just, it's just the way I do things for myself and for my patients. So uh, it's just a different way. But again, this is an expansion of, of remembering how, things are interconnected. So if you've got a blood clot going on, it's not just in the blood. We've also got, you know, the cytokine storm that was happening has created damage in the vascular system. So I want to repair the vascular system. I want to repair the heart system. I want to repair any of the tissues that have gone awry as a result of that experience for myself, right? So what we have to ask, though, if we don't do that, if we don't begin repairing our systems as fast as possible. If we don't reduce the cytokine storm that's creating damage to our DNA, causing damage and death of tissue in our body, if we don't do something about that, what will it lead to in the future, right? And again, I'm not here to scare you. I just want to give you a tangible things that you can do at right now to do your best to protect yourself. So you may not be able to avoid COVID or any of its variants, okay? But you can improve the pro-inflammatory cytokine storm that's likely going on in your body, all right? This is a really, actually, an easy thing to do. It's, it's a, a simple thing to do. It's not necessarily easy, but it is a simple thing to do. And it takes practice. And it takes dedication, right? You have This is the moment right now to get your head around, like, how do I want to start showing up for myself in this new world that we're in? This is a whole new reality that we're in, and it doesn't work like it did before, okay? We're never going back to 2019. We're never going back. And so we've got to figure out a new way of being in the world. And this, I know this is creating so much upheaval on an emotional level and an energetic level. Like we're up and we're down and we're crying and we're happy. And, you know, people are starting new businesses and losing their jobs and doing something new. And it's up and down and up and down, right? And when we have cytokine storm in our body and it's creating this, uh, this inflammatory response in our in in the, in the inside and we may not recognize it as oh i have pain i must have side pro-inflammatory cytokines moving around in my body like we don't think that right um, and sometimes we don't feel it like it could be going on in your vascular system and you don't even know that not until the doctor tells you you have arthro atherosclerosis hardening of the arteries um, or something else or at risk for stroke right you don't know and so, um, 
you know, it's, it's now is the time. Now is the time to decide for yourself that you're going to show up differently for yourself and for your family and for your community and for your purposeful living that you're here to do in this moment in time. Because it's true that you have purpose in this moment or you wouldn't be here, right? It's, it's easy. I've, I've talked to many patients lately who are like, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I have a purposeful or a purposeless life. Like I hear that story and uh, I want you to know that you are not, first of all, you're not alone, right? Like everybody's feeling this because we're in a different world. It's like we got taken off our planet earth and we got put on a different planet earth. And now we have to figure out who the heck we are here and what we're here to do. But you have the ability to do that. And you have the ability to receive the messages from that, from your higher self, from spirit, sport, spirit, source, God, whatever your creation, whatever you want to call it and, and allow the life force energy that emanates your body and your life to be your guidance through this process. And the way that we do that is we create a healthy state of body and mind so that we can be fully available for those messages and for that guidance and to take action not be so tired, I can't think, but to take action in our life and uh, based on that guidance, right? And, and when we clean up the gut, when we reduce the inflammation in the body, when we get our brain and body tuned into each other, when we attune to our uh, spirit or our, um, our higher self or God, when we attune to something greater than ourself, then we, we can utilize the energetic, the spiritual, the physical, all of it together to pull in from above, down, inside out to create here in this new place, this new earth that we're in, this new life that we're living. And, and you're needed for that. Every single person who is here on this planet is needed for that. You know, so I'm here just, in, I'm hopefully I'm encouraging you to make a new choice for yourself. If, if there's a place where you can fine tune to get this inflammation down in your body, to improve your gut function, to improve your neurology, fine tune it, like do it. Like it takes a step, a baby step every single day to make a change for yourself. Okay. Like to make it last. You can't, there's no, there's no more yo-yo. Like that, that's just not okay. You have to give it up because it's not getting you to where you want to go. You lose a little weight, you gain a little weight. You get rid of pain a little bit and it comes all back. And there's a reason why you're stuck in that, in that mode of yo-yo. And if you want to have a conversation about that, I have, I have the skill set, and that's what I specialize in is helping people get out of that on a physical, mental, and emotional level. All right. So anyway, that's there for you. All right. So, so again, you may not be able to avoid COVID or any of its variants, but you're, you can improve your metabolic function. You can improve the inflammatory processes in your body. All right. So here's, here's what I find really fascinating. I think this is a really poignant point that we're going to talk about right here is that, you know, there's a lot of people who are super excited about getting the vaccine and socially distancing and doing all this stuff. Right. And yay, if that's, what's your thing, go for it, do what you need to do for yourself. But the, the problem I see is that these same people who are, you know, doing all the things, they just continue to eat the same way. And it's stressing out the immune system. Don't ask me why this isn't, this conversation isn't in the media. I, I really wonder why it's not in the media, but 
the reality is it's just what's true. People are going to McDonald's and they're drinking their sodas and their milkshakes and, uh, you know, they're eating their Twinkies and they're getting the vaccine and socially distancing and masking up. But it's kind of like putting a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. You're not really going to, you're not, I can't speak to the vaccine because there's not enough evidence out there. There's, there's a lot. The vaccine, you know, the one thing I do know is that we base our, we base our understanding of vaccines on our childhood vaccines. And so these vaccines like, you know, mumps, measles, those kinds of things, um, they go in and they totally annihilate the, the virus, create antibodies to it. And you can't get it. Like you just don't get it. It's a very rare occurrence for anyone to get it. Right. Well, that's not how the COVID vaccine works. It, it doesn't make you a hundred percent, um, <laughs> you know, you like, you won't get it again, right? Uh, you could get it again. You could get it for the first time. You could get it again. You could be a carrier of it, even if you have a vaccine. So really what it boils down to is we've got to improve our health and the functionality of our systems and our body and understand the interconnectedness of all the systems in our body with our energetic body, with our spirit and, and improve all of those systems so that we can, we can give ourselves the best chance to live through, recover, not get something like COVID or any other virus for that matter, right? So, um, so I'm inviting you to make a choice for yourself in changing your diet. So if you're eating sugar, if you're eating high carb, if you're eating out a lot, you know, even Chick-fil-A, I have people come to me and they're like, oh yeah, I eat pretty good. I have Chick-fil-A for lunch. Chick-fil-A is not healthy. I'm sorry to tell you this, okay? Like, don't hold it against me. Don't kill the messenger, but Chick-fil-A is not healthy. And, you know, I, I have spent a lot of my time eating out, and I love eating out. Don't get me wrong, okay? It's, it's not a bad thing, but you got to choose wisely where you're going to eat, and it's usually not going to be something you can drive through. Like, I don't go – I don't even remember the last time I went through a drive through It's probably been, like, 15 years or something. I don't even know. Uh, no, I, I'm sure I went through in and out um, <laughs> not too long ago, like maybe two years ago. <laughs> so, you know, I do, um, I have in the past, I don't even know what I do now, right? Like, it's like, well, I don't even know who I am right now. Uh, Roger was like, um, hey, let's go to Estes Park and take a little trip and go eat at our favorite little restaurant, Ed's. It's a Mexican food restaurant. And I had just done a 30-day transformation program for myself and went through a 10-day intensive with myself and was feeling like, oh, I, I felt I felt so much better. You know, these are the things I do for myself, right? Because I'm post-COVID and I was feeling crappy and I needed to I need to reset. I needed to get any toxins that were out. I needed to reduce the inflammation on, in a big way. And that 10-day intensive was huge in reducing the inflammation in my body. Um, but, but then when he invited me to go to Estes Park and go have lunch at our little Mexican restaurant, I was like, oh, my God. I started freaking out on the inside. I was like, I don't know. I don't want to go eat Mexican. I'm afraid. I just feel so good, and I don't want to, like, get back into it, you know? And so I was kind of reluctant to just go to Estes Park, and I didn't say anything to him, right? Because I, I don't want everything to be about food in my world, and I don't want to dull out someone else's experience because I'm choosing to eat a certain way. So, you know, I was like, what do I do? And then finally I just told him. He was like, it doesn't seem like you want to go to Estes Park. And I'm like, well... It's just I don't want to go to Ed's and eat that food after I've done this cleanse because I'm feeling so good and I'm really worried about it because I know what happens once I make that choice. I go back down into a spiral and I'm, cert I'm, I'm in a new place for myself around that. And I said, you know, I'd, 
I, I, I want our, our experiences together to be fun around food. And I'm just not in that place right now. He's like, that's okay. You may not be in that place for a while or ever again. We'll just find something else to enjoy. Right. So I, I feel so grateful to have um, his wisdom and his flexibility and his understanding and uh, to allow me to do what's appropriate for my body, right? Even though that's not actually what he's doing for himself. So um, so definitely get people in your life who can support you on your journey. If you, if you don't have anyone, we have a huge community of people that can support you on your journey. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to include you in that. We've got a free Facebook group. We've got $27 programs. We've got things that are designed for people who want one-to-one concierge healthcare. And, you know, we're here for you. So don't feel like you're alone out there. All right. All right. Okay, let's get back to it. So, so we're talking a little bit about, um, you know, how your immune, your immune system, it gets stressed out or overworked when we're eating unhealthy foods. And um, what we know is that even like, like 60 to 70 grams of sugar in a soda can reduce the function of your immune cells, right? So if, and that's such a little tiny amount, people are eating pounds of this stuff like through the years, right? So um, definitely start reducing the sugar load so you can improve the immune system function. And then, you know, what we need to understand is that people with chronic inflammation and uh, chronic diseases like heart disease and diabetes and all those things we spoke of, they all have a lifestyle component or an ele- or an environmental element uh, that is linked to them. So, you know, when we start looking at the reality of all this, what I'm saying to you is that you have the ability and the power to course correct your health to where you could help prevent or ward off diabetes, heart disease, uh, cancer, and these things. Yeah, obviously there is a genetic component, but I'm telling you, it's quite small. So, um, you know, if that's your story, like, well, my mom had it. Well, there's this really great book I'm going to recommend. I've probably recommended a million times. It's called Biology of Belief, and it's by Bruce Lipton. And in there, he talks about how what he learned through his studies is that the uh, cell and the genetics of the cell can be turned on and off. So even if your mama had it, doesn't mean you have to, right? So you just have to work to turn on what's good and turn off what's bad, right? Or the things you don't want, all right? So so if we're looking at your metabolism and, and thinking about it being overworked by your diet and microtrauma, right? Because inflammation causes, it breaks down our our body and tissues and our vascular system. And those are micro traumas. And then the body tries to repair them. So if it's in your vascular system and the body's trying to repair it, it's actually going to lay down cholesterol and calcium in the vascular system to repair those little micro traumas. And then if there's a lot of that, then we, we get um, hardening of the arteries or atherosclerosis. And so there's an inflexibility to the vascular system and you want your vascular system to be flexible. And that's how when blood f- moves through it, it doesn't blow it out. Right. If you think about it, like an old, old bike tire, you know, if you tried pumping that sucker up and riding on it, it would just blow out, right? Because it's all hard. So um, yeah, so you want to keep it flexible and pliable. But if you've got, uh, you know, these micro traumas going on, and your diet is all sugary and carby, and then your immune system is kind of taxed because of all of it, then you get a virus. Guess what happens? 
you know, how are you going to respond to that? How's your immunity going to go? Oh, there's a virus. Let's go respond to that. It's not going to be great, right? Because your immune reserves get depleted by all this chronic stimulation and you will likely not have the power to rise to the occasion in the immunity. All right. So, so, you know, just to kind of summarize some of this, the immune system depends largely on your metabolism to mobilize resources. So it can, it can mount an appropriate immune response. Like your body's supposed to respond in a certain way. You know, people who have autoimmunity, their, their body gets confused. Their immune system gets confused and they start attacking their self. But if you know, you've got that going on, then it's a double whammy for you. Right. Um, so the chronically stimulating the immune system is creating metabolic imbalances. I hope this is all making sense because I just went to really just have a, a wise conversation and an eye-opening, eye-opening conversation with you because somehow, you know, people aren't getting the memo. It's terrible. And this should be front and center on our media, on our news channels, on our conversations that we're having just in general in the communities because, you know, People still don't understand that their diet actually matters, and it's so, 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 so vital because it's something they can change right now. You don't need a supplement. You don't need a drug. You don't need a surgery. You don't need a particular piece of equipment. You actually just need to make a different choice for yourself, right? I mean, if you're wearing your mask and you're even double masking, if you're washing your hands every single time you get to a sink and, you know, you're doing all the things you know, you have to go, well, if I'm doing all of that and I want to have integrity in my life throughout all the things that I'm doing in my life, then I need to take a look around and make sure I'm doing, I am in integrity with myself and with my body and with my diet. You know, people come to me all the time for, for me to create personalized protocols. Like there's a lot of people out there. Most people are willy nillying it. They're out there just taking whatever. Oh, they said take curcumin. Oh, they said take this. Oh, they said take vitamin D. Oh, they said do this, which is great. You know, like I'm not saying don't do that. And what I find to be more beneficial for people in the long run is for them to have their body checked. Like we do uh, deep lab analysis on their, on their physiology. And we look at what micronutrients are deficient and supply those. Like who would know th that, you know, maybe biotin's deficient. Like we don't know that, right? <laughs> so how would you know unless you get tested? You don't. But most people don't. Most people are just like grabbing stuff off the shelf and they're grabbing bottles of supplements that are maybe toxic or not high potency and they're wasting their money and they're getting sick and they're not dosing correctly. And it's just a scary, it's a scary situation out there for me um, <laughs> around that. Um, so I specialize in helping people create personalized supplement protocols. And, you know, with the COVID scare, we're doing a lot of immunity boosting with things like omega-3s and zinc and calcium and magnesium and, and curcumin and, you know, turmeric, all the different things. Um, and, uh, you know, people who come to me, they're not real new at this. Uh, they often have a good diet or at least are willing to make the changes that I recommend because they feel so crappy, right? But I still have a few that for some reason feel like taking supplements is enough. Like they don't have to change their diet because they're taking the supplements. And it's in, it's kind of like when toilet paper was being all bought up. Like 
people were just grabbing without even thinking or having any guidance and hoping that it all works out. Oh, we got all the toilet paper. Oh, we better go get some vitamin D. Oh, we better go get zinc. Oh, we better go get the new supplement that they're talking about. Oh, we better go get this thing. We better try this one. We better try that one. And they're not even thinking. They're not getting guidance on what's appropriate for their body and supporting their body in the way that it needs to be supported necessarily and just hoping it all works out. And, and then they're taking all these supplements, but they're not changing their diet, which is a waste of time and a waste of money. Um, and it keeps you in a fear-based mentality. So I'm not suggesting if you're not willing to take, to change your diet, to stop supplementation. Okay. So I, it's not a complete waste. However, again, if we go back to integrity, integrity is where it's at. And we have to have integrity with ourselves first. Like that is such a big deal. If you don't have integrity with yourself first, you will not have integrity with anything else in your life. Like how you do anything is how you do everything. So you've got to really take a really strong look at that and, um, and decide, do you want to be in integrity with yourself and with life itself? And um, do you want to stay in a fear-based mentality? Because if you're going around grabbing things up and hoping it all works out, that's just promoting fear, right? But if you take control and you step back and you get off the sugar and you lower your carbohydrate intake and you improve your immune system function that way and you, you know, take appropriate supplementation and the right dosage and the right products that aren't toxic and, you're, and you start taking these baby steps towards a greater state of well-being, you're, you're going to feel better over time. You're going to just get to a place where you're more resilient and you're able to, to cope with the stresses, with the viruses, with the bacterias, with whatever's coming up for you, right? We can't cope because we're not resilient. We're not resilient because we're depleted and we're overstimulated. And so we've got to turn all that around. You have more control than you realize. Like, I want you to know that, all right? But you got to look within. You got to look within for your source and practice your wise self magic, right? Because that's what it is. You got to like, okay, what is, if, if you could go like talk to your yourself who is, 10 or 20 years older than you and go, okay, um, what would you recommend I do if you could look back and go, oh, this is what I would do. See what happens. It's a really fun, fun experience to, to talk to your wiser self, your, your older self and see what kind of wisdom comes through that. And, and then you can practice your own integral magic on yourself. Right. Um, so for starters, here's a few things that you can, uh, that you can start putting into place. And, you know, this isn't a big list and it's an easy list and I'm sure you've heard it before, but I'm just going to put it in your space so you can just have maybe a place to start if you're struggling with this. So you want to, uh, begin eating a brain healthy diet and that would be rich in dark leafy greens. And each week I rotate my greens. So, you know, this week we've got, we've, we've got like a super green mix right now in our freezer. We had too many greens at some point. So we just throw the ones in the freezer before they go bad. So we can just throw them in smoothies or to dishes that we're cooking. Um, and then I've got spinach in the refrigerator. Um, so, you know, next week it might be different. We might go for kale, right? So we, we switch it up every week just so you can get different nutrient profiles. Um, we try to eat fatty fish like salmon, um, preferably at this point in time, this is a controversial conversation, but at this point in time, I'm eating wild caught, um, 
but the the wild waters are getting so toxic it's really um it's really a hard decision for me at this point in time to eat wild or farmed i'm i'm imagining it's some somewhere in the near future they'll start farming fish that's healthy right now the farmed fish they're getting fed stuff that they don't normally eat in nature and um and they're putting all different kinds of things in there that you don't really want to be eating so I've, at this point in time as far as i know get your wild caught fish um preferably uh, Atlantic cot. Uh, and then um, get some get some activity. Move your body on a regular basis, like every day. Move your body, okay? Even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes, go take a walk. Go, uh, you know, do some sit-ups and some squats. You know, right now I'm having a hard time getting my workouts in because I'm doing yoga in the morning, and then I, I still want to get on the treadmill and, and get back to running. I'm trying to train to get back to running and uh, after a knee injury. And um, and I can't seem to fit it all in, right? So I'm like, shoot. But I just came to realize, I'm like, okay, you know what? Before I do yoga, I do do some ab work, and I do some pelvic stabilization work, and that's really working my core. And then I do yoga, and I, I have to, I'm going to be okay with that, right? So I'm trying not to overdo it because overdoing it is going to create more inflammatory response in the body, and I need to keep that minimized. So a mild to moderate activity, especially if you've been sick or had COVID, is probably a really great place to start. Don't jump in too fast. Also, work on reducing your stress. Stress, um, stress is inflammatory, all right? So just reduce that. There's lots of ways you can do that. You can look at some of the previous podcasts, and I've probably talked about that stuff. Uh, improve your sleep, or at least, at least get good quality of sleep and um, restorative sleep. So you should be waking feeling refreshed. If you're not, there's a problem. And, uh, you know, I just actually yesterday had a, a lab evaluation with a patient that's new, and she's having trouble sleeping for two years after having her baby. And, you know, my first thought is um, cortisol. Her adrenals are off. She's stressed out. She's a new mom. Her adrenals are off. And then, you know, if, if that doesn't come back positive, I, my next guess would be like maybe her melatonin is off. Like those are the kind of two things that I go for. Like those are my mind just goes to those. But this is why we test because we did a, a test of her hormones and found that her cortisol is fine. Her melatonin is fine. And uh, it's actually a different hormone that's out of balance called DHEA. And her thyroid is leaning into autoimmunity and hypothyroid. So um, all these things mixed together can create a, a trouble sleeping. And um, I'm really excited to get her on a program to get her sleeping again. But we've got to take it step by step. But if I hadn't have done that testing, who would have known? People are just popping melatonin at night. And maybe they're not low in melatonin. And melatonin is a hormone. And you really don't want to take exogenous hormones for long periods of time. So, you know, it, it, there is benefit in getting yourself tested. Uh, the other thing I want to remind you to do is stay focused on that gut. I know I talked a little bit about that earlier, but improve your gut health, whatever you can do. You know, if you need to take probiotics, that's a long story, another conversation, but probiotics, um, there's certain ones that are better for certain people. Uh, then drinking bone broth every day is helpful. Um, and then making the dietary changes that we had talked about all along, you know. So, you know, I, I hope that wasn't too overwhelming. I know it was a, a kind of a lengthy conversation, but I just wanted to put it out there because I think it's vital that we start talking about the, the reality that we have the power to control our diet, hence control the inflammatory response, hence control our, our, how our body can respond to uh, microorganisms, invaders, viruses, and bacteria. Like that's an important concept to understand for yourself that you don't have, you like 
don't rely on someone else outside of yourself to figure it out for you. Like you need to figure it out for yourself. Now get guidance. If you need guidance, you know, that's what we're here for. Um, if you want deeper support, definitely. But at some point you're going to listen to your inner wisdom to get that support support, right? You're going to listen to your inner wisdom to go take that walk, to go change your diet, to not buy the sugary carbohydrates or the breads, right? Like that, that's your inner wisdom talking to you. And if you're having trouble following that, there's just some programming or some subconscious beliefs or something that's, you know, trauma, traumatic that's been stuck in your nervous system or in your energy field or in your subconscious that's causing you to not be able to rise up to the the life that you really want to live. And so um, I love, 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 love helping people. I absolutely believe that I wouldn't be alive today if I hadn't had this work for myself. I was suicidal and I was on my way out. But, um, you know, by the grace of God, I, I met these doctors that, that really helped hold my hand through the darkness because I had, I was wearing a blindfold and it was really tight and I couldn't breathe and, um, I would rather have died. So, um, that's what, and now that's why I do what I do, right? Because someone helped me get there for myself and I want to help you get there for yourself. So, you know, again, we have, we have $27 group programs. We have intimate group, uh, small, small group coaching programs. We have one-on-one care I'm here for you. If you want to talk about it, please just um, reach out. We have complimentary consultations and uh, it's just no hesitation. I will put a link in the show notes for you if you want to just like at least get started in a conversation so we can have that. And um, yeah, I'm here for you. I wish you the best on your journey. May your health be exquisitely wonderful and may you rise up in every way for yourself and for the purposeful life that you're here to live. All right. Love you. Thank you for listening to the ultimate biohack for women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.